This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Alrighty, friends, welcome back to episode number 106 of the Ops Authority podcast. We are in just the middle of our interview series with a few of our guests that are really going to be helpful in helping you to move your business forward. Last week, you heard from my dear friend, Kelly Ruda, who is really looking at the mindset portion of how you can build a business with strength and walk into your leadership. Today, we have another guest, Miss Alicia Henderson, and she's going to be talking to us all about video marketing. She understands that you're an operator. She also, she's been in this business for a really long time. We were just catching up a second ago and talking about how we've been running in the same circles for so long, as many of us have, but the internet is really big, friends, and so we haven't had the chance to catch up like this in a long time. So I'm really excited to share her with you guys. Y'all all know that marketing and visibility is one of those things that are just, it's a struggle for operators like us. And we'll dive into that conversation here in a second. But before I get there, I just wanted to give you a background on Alicia herself. Alicia helps women entrepreneurs leverage live video as a high ticket client lead magnet and create profitable live streams so they can attract premium clients. They also can scale their reach and increase their revenue while building businesses that revolve around their families and not the other way around. That is so incredibly powerful, Alicia. I know you and I have really stepped, we have you know these great backgrounds and good professional backgrounds. And we also came into this place and space and given the grace to walk in to create a new life for ourselves, leveraging that good stuff that we had, some of the great stuff that God gave us, just our innate natural abilities, but also being able to use the combination of those two things and serve our families as well as the professional part of ourselves at the same time. Legacy is extremely important to both of us. And when I read your bio, it lit me up because that's exactly why I am here. I also feel like that is it's my greatest value. Legacy is a, a value that, you know, it's the center of what I do. It really helps me to make sure that I'm making smart decisions, good decisions, and that I'm also on track and honoring the person that I really wanted to be. So it's always phenomenal to be in partnership and in community with people who feel the same way as I do. It's been a joy to follow you around the internet since I have been here in business in the last five or so years. And we've both, you know, taken turns and whatnot. And I love that you have walked down the marketing path and you have found a place that really feels good to you. As you have been doing that, I have also been doing the exact same thing. So it's serendipitous that our paths cross today. I can't wait for you to share all about live video with our audience. My audience here happens to be one of those that I'll just describe myself but I think I hang out with quite a few people who are quite similar to me. But we happen to be, I mean, we're operators, right? We're project managers. We like being behind the scenes. The best we can ever feel is when we're partnering and serving other people. We love creating strategy, even marketing strategies sometimes. 
We like creating the strategy and making sure that all the pieces, the processes, the people come together to execute on those strategies. But man, when we flip the script and we start to implement and execute those same things in our business, we start to have so many different feelings, imposter syndrome. We start to tell ourselves that we can't. And today we are going to bust that because that is something I had to overcome. And I really stepped into it probably three years ago. And it all started with, it just doesn't have to be perfect, Nat. I do not have to compare myself to the people who have been doing this for 10 years or who have a natural presence or who have, you know, all the things we tell ourselves, we, they have more to say, or, you know, all these imposter things that we talk about. So without further ado, Miss Alicia, thank you so much for being here. I can't wait for our conversation today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm actually excited because I love talking about video for those who don't know me. (laughs) I love, love, love. It just lights me up. So thank you. Yes. So let's dive into this whole mindset notion of why video is so scary to so many people and how do we overcome that? Well, video is really scary because a lot of people, like you mentioned before, think that they have to have it all perfect. We're watching what people are doing in our own audience or our own industry and they're on video and they're like killing it from what we think. So that plays a big part in, well, you know what, they're killing it. So I don't have to show up or nobody knows my name, or I'm just starting out, or I don't have something to say, or I don't look good on camera. I talk too fast. I talk too slow. I have an accent. I have all these things. And so we already put 5011, for those of you who know what 5011 is, that's just a million things in front of our way before we even start. And so it's really about addressing why do I keep putting these things in front of my way so that I don't show up on video? And then actually asking ourselves, could some of this stuff be where I can make adjustments to? Let's just say if we say we don't like the way our skin looks on camera, because that's a big objection that I get. Well, can we put a little tinted moisturizer on, get some good lighting, put a good lip on and mascara, fill our eyebrows in and keep it going? Those are the things that we put in front of our face. We said we can't do this because, but what if we can? Let's just say if you got on camera one time, and you spoke, whether it's recorded video or live video, what could that do for you? Who could that put you in front of? So we have to get over the mindset of, you know, all these negative things and think about the positive things that can come because scared money doesn't make money. A scared mindset is not going to make money either. And so we have to show up. Yes, it's great to get referrals, but what happens if that were to run dry? At least you have something where you can present and people see you in front of everyone. They see you talking about their needs, that you're hitting all their pain points. And video really, and I told someone earlier today that it cuts down the customer journey. It says, hey, it really makes them make that decision to buy from you instead of doing a blog or whatever the case is. The video says, hey, I need to work with her. Yes. It communicates so much faster, right? It like cuts through the noise, just like you said. Now I have used a combination of written and video in my own business. And there's great things about both of them. And I'm not saying every single business needs to do both. I'm just being transparent about what mine has done. But when you talk about the customer journey, think about your own self. Think about, I mean, think about Instagram. Think about all of these different platforms that give us the means to produce live content. So it's it's not perfect, right? It's live. And we'll talk about right after this, I'd like to address 
pre-recorded versus live, because I, I know you have an opinion on this, but we are given all of these platforms to be able to step into this. And there's so much that we can do with it. When you're watching a live video, you know almost instantaneously if this is quote unquote your person or not your person. And if you can connect with your audience and they can make that decision right away, what a beautiful thing. People say, oh, but what if I lose people? Guess what? If you're losing people, we want them to go as fast as they came in. And it took me a long time, Alicia, to actually like feel comfortable with that. It's like building an email list, right? It's like sometimes, or or maybe even some of the social platforms where it's like some of the vanity metrics, like it wouldn't make me sad if I saw more people but you know what? Those people don't do anything for me. And in a lot of cases, they water down where the fruit really should be watered. So I totally get you with cutting down the customer journey. We want that customer journey to be quick, especially on the sales side or the lead generation side. We want people to know right away. This couples with a thought I also had, which is around the vanity part you opened up with, right? So, you know, is it that you don't like looking at yourself on camera? I know as your friend, as the person who's who's here with you, I know that all of our listeners are beautiful in their own space, right? They, mm-hmm. We all have innate beauty. Does that mean that I feel confident every single time I hop on? Heavens, no. Do I know how to feel more confident? A lot of times it is a little foundation, a little lipstick, definitely everything you said, the brows. <laughs> Sometimes I'll put yes. on way too much blush that would not be acceptable at the grocery store. But by golly, I know that with my ring light, some blush, I look pretty hot, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it makes me feel good. So I wanted to just circle back to that and let you guys know that we will tell ourselves, or at least I have told myself, I don't have the content to be on video. And what if I stutter? And what if I talk in circles? I remember those exact thoughts when really we all have the content. But what I was really feeling at the time is what if people don't like the way I look? Mm-hmm. What if people, or what if I don't like the way I look? Forget that. Like, what if I don't feel comfortable? And so those things that she started off with are very, very true. Those are things that can equip our confidence to allow us to step into this so much faster. I always tell people that, I tell my groups as we're talking about addressing the marketing, the the marketing elephant that a lot of us are just opposed to. We don't feel like it's natural for us, but I'm in this office all the time. I always have a ring light on, even if it's a meeting, I'm not talking just for a live video, but I put on a little bit of makeup every single day because it makes me feel good. And let's face it, I do a lot of business over Zoom and I'm having to look at myself quite a bit. So allow that vanity to be understood. Understand that that is a component of video. And I don't want to leave this episode without you guys knowing that that is something that I consciously think about every single time I hop onto video of any sort, whether it's a meeting or a live video. So thank you for bringing all of that up because it's real talk and we're all about truth talk around here. (laughs) So thank you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So As people are getting used to video, at least in my teaching, I'm always telling them, you know, get used to being on camera and we are on camera all the time. We are doing Zooms all the time. So you're already on camera, okay? You already have what it takes. You have the equipment. You don't need anything more fancy than what you have. That is not going to be an excuse that's going to work here. (laughs) But sometimes I will tell people, just get used to hearing yourself. It's like when I started this podcast, I had to get used to hearing my voice. I mean, of course, I hear my voice all the time, but like hearing it 
over, you know, a podcast player feels very different. So to kind of warm up and to get comfortable, record yourself. And sometimes that, or that is a pre-recorded video. And that makes us feel comfortable and makes us feel safe. So if you're telling yourself, I can't be on video, I don't want to be on video, I don't know how to do this, I hate the way I look, practice a few times in a pre-recorded space. But I know, and I bet Alicia feels the exact same way I do, The greatest power in video is when we can do it live. And so I would love to hear your take, Alicia, on your feelings between pre-recorded and live video. I feel the best way to reach and really get that connection with your audience is live video. But I do know that some of y'all are probably listening thinking, I can't even get on live video. You know, I wouldn't even do that. And that's because a lot of Women, they need to start off with regular video before they use live video. And just as Natalie said, the best way to do that is to record yourself. You can get on Zoom. You can use whatever video, use your iPhone and just record yourself. Now, when you do this, you want to make sure that you're not really critiquing like, oh, how you look. Like we just talked about, that's not it. The point is to get comfortable on camera. So you just want to see how are your mannerisms can you slow down? I speak very fast, like on my podcast and my live videos and just in life, I speak really fast. So what can I do to slow down when I feel like I'm going to start ramping up and talking really fast? So the first thing, if, if you are not comfortable with live video, although I feel like that's the best, is to just record yourself and just feel confident and comfortable on camera. Once you can do that and record maybe a video or two of yourself and even post that, because this is about action. We don't just want to get up on video and then do nothing. We want to record something that's maybe three, no longer than five minutes, put it out in our audience and see how it does. If it doesn't get any you know, comments, that's fine because people are watching. Let's remember, people still watch regardless, but then hop on live video. So I always encourage everyone to start with video, then hop on live video. Now, remember that live video is a conversation. So it's going to be a little bit different than a regular video. It's going to be where you're you know, watching comments, you're asking questions, you're getting feedback from your audience, which is great for your own content marketing, just so you know, it doesn't help you. you know, you're not reinventing the wheel. You're going to get their, what their feedback is. You're going to get straight from the horse's mouth what their fears are, what their desires are. So you can, you can go back. And then create another video about that. That's why we love live video. So live video is there for you to just have that conversation, feel comfortable, and then get those sales, honey. Make those sales. So that's what I love. I love live video overall, but get comfortable on camera first. Record yourself a few times. You get your business bestie to say, hey, that was awesome. Pump you up, gas you up, and Mm -hmm. then hit a live video. Yes, I love that. Inside of our during our onboarding week for our director of operations certification program, we really, really encourage people to come into the group. We're building a brand new community, right? So people don't really know. I mean, they may know one or two people, but they don't know, know a lot of the group that's coming in. So we challenge them during that first week to come in and do a live video. We give them not a script, but a few bullet points to address. And once you have those bullet points and you kind of practice it over in, we, we see people all the time who will say, I practiced this for like two days before I came live, or I pre-recorded it and I got the confidence from pre-recording it and now I'm doing it here. You know, that's not necessarily part of being a director of operations, but when you can gain the confidence 
to show up and to do this, there's a new part of you that's understood. You know, as the leader of these groups, when I see these women come through and do these videos, I do. I get to hear them. I get to hear their accents, their dialect. I get to see how they communicate. I get to see, I mean, there's something about just seeing the eyes of somebody who is talking to you, right? So the power is so big. And of course, the transformation that's occurring because I know it's outside of their comfort zone, but we do use live video here. And I think it's just the beginning of building really, really good relationships. And just like you said, it opens up the conversation, right? We see people commenting back and forth saying, Mm -hmm. oh, I live in Texas too. Or, wow, I've got two kids under five too. You know, you start to see relationships being built and it's because video allows a conversation. So thank you so much for sharing that. You guys know as my very, very, very loyal listeners that with every single episode here at the Ops Authority Podcast, we love action. We prize ourselves in creating plans and executing on those plans. And Alicia has four things that your live video should do for your business. And so I'd like to hear those from you guys. And then we're going to give you an action that we would like for you to do. So listen in. So live video, it's a great conversation starter and you're building that know, like, and trust a lot quickly. So when you're doing that and when you're on live video, you want to make sure that your live videos are hitting these four things because it's essential for whether you want to get more visible, you want more business, you just want overall more confidence. These are going to help you to do those things. So the first one that your live videos want to do that you want them to do is to educate your audience. Educating your audience is letting them know things about their industry that they need to know that they should be doing things for them to be growing their business. What is maybe the hot thing in the industry that they're doing? You want to educate them. The educating them is Align for yourself to be seen as the expert, seen as the go-to operations manager, seen as a person that they need to hire like an ASAP as of yesterday. So you're educating them. And it's not always a how-to, but it's always more of a why and a what, like what they need and why they need it. When you're educating them, the wheels start turning and they're thinking, man, she's right. I do need that. Or Somebody better come in here and implement that real quick. And you're starting to, you know, they're starting to get those wheels turning. So there's that credibility. There's that expertise. But that next thing that you want to do is you want to build community with your live videos. As we talked about earlier, you're having that conversation and you're making sure that, you know, you're building that rapport so that you get to know your audience and they get to know you. And just as Natalie said that you'll have people say, you know, hey, I'm here in Southern California where people will say, I'm over in New York and I'm watching from Florida or I'm watching from the UK. You'll start to get to know your audience and they'll start to get to know you. You may even have people say, hey, how's your husband's doing? And they'll even say your husband's name or your children's name. Now, some of y'all, you may not want that, but some of y'all will. It just all depends on how comfortable you are. But the live video helps your audience to get comfortable with you and for you to get comfortable with your audience. They're going to ask questions and it opens up that communication to where they will start to ask, just come to you with questions or just show up for all of your live videos. And one thing I want to mention before I go keep going is that the replay viewers are very key. A lot of people get discouraged because people don't show up live in a sense, but the replay viewers, if they know you went live that day, they will come, they will share, they will like, and they will comment. 
So don't get so tied up into the live numbers or the live views because people, if your content is binge worthy, if you educated them and nurtured them in that process, they'll start to binge watch the live videos to where they've now gone through a rabbit hole of three or four. And they're going to make sure that every time you have a live video, whether it's live or replay, they are going to watch. So make sure that you know, hey, I cannot forget to this is a community. I need to address my live viewers and my replay viewers. So it just opens up that communication. And like I said, the replay viewers, they come back, they'll comment too. And that's something that you want to make sure that you know of. So actually number two and three was establish your expertise and build credibility. So that's what that is. So now we are on number four, which is your live videos should sell and make offers. Now, a lot of people, they don't like selling. Let's just be honest. They don't want to sell. And they feel because they've seen someone say before or they've done webinars and people have said, well, I don't like the fact that you sold to me on a webinar. Well, why are you here? Like, why are we here? We don't run hobby businesses. These are profit businesses. We're bringing revenue because, you know, somebody watching your webinar is not going to pay your bills. It is exactly (laughs) why we're in business, right? It's like sales are an uncomfortable part of the conversation, but you can't make money without a sale. So it's definitely, it's key. Yeah, it's so key. So selling on a live video could look like several things. It doesn't have to be where you flat out say, buy my thing. But it could be sign up for this challenge, or I have a free offer, or this is a video series that you can watch, or I have this download or whatever the case is, or I have this Asana or ClickUp template. Selling is key to any business. And it's just the lifeblood of being able to have, say you have a business clients, honestly. So you have to make sales. And again, that comes to your call to action. So every live video should have a call to action that makes and leads your audience to take the next step with you. It could be flat out, hey, I have this new service that I'm offering and I'd love for you to apply if you are X, Y, and Z. And then having a sales conversation with them or leading them directly to a sales page. But every live video should be taking them to the next step, to the next offer and be selling. Again, some people when you're on live video, they may not even know what it is that you do. This could be the first time. And of course you want to introduce yourself and say what it is that you do in the beginning and in the middle, and then just remind them at the end. But you want to make sure that the audience knows, hey, I have spots available. I have this thing. You need to buy it. I'm going to make an offer. And it's okay to sell. You have to be comfortable with selling. I don't know anyone who has a profit business that doesn't make sales. So you're probably cringing like, oh my gosh, why would I do that? But the more that you show up on live video, the easier that it is. And if you have to start off with something, take them to the next step of downloading your freebie. And if you don't have a freebie, just having a sales conversation or just a conversation in general And that is the thing to do. And when your live videos, when they build community, when they, you know, show you as the expert and your credibility, when they educate and when you're selling, that is that funnel that keeps the clients coming in. And it actually helps for people. And maybe they might not be your client, but they know what you do. So then you have a referral source. So those are the four things you definitely want your live videos to do for your business. The first thing that you mentioned is something I honestly 
have an opportunity to get better on or get better at. And it comes down to addressing the replay viewers, you know, and you're right. The number of people I, so we do a five day live launch where we invite people every single day for about an hour for a training. I love showing up live. I love pouring into people. It's the most connective work I can do. And if someone's going to trust me in a high ticket purchase, I want them to understand my teaching style. I want to show up as authentically myself so that they know the kind of partnership, they're already starting to build the relationship because they're hearing me, they're seeing me live. But one thing I don't do all that well is remember the power of the replay. How many people, I get between 15, and 100 people, depending on time of year, et cetera, that will show up live. And we track those numbers every with every single launch. And by the end, we will have three to 400 people who have viewed that Mm -hmm. one training. And so the power is in the replay. I believe that the strongest connectivity is in live video, but I wanted to echo that and, and remind you, if you start to get the comparisonitis of, oh my goodness, I only had seven people show up live. Don't forget, I'm reminding myself of this right now too. Don't forget about how many people come in after that video has been recorded. Leave it there. Do not take it down. You know, people say, I only had two people or five people or 10 people or 20, whatever that looks like for you. And I'm embarrassed of those numbers, so I'm gonna take it down. Oh, heavens no. Heavens Absolutely no. Absolutely not. The power is in the replay. And thank you for reframing that for me. It's it's so pivotal. Yes. And I think one thing that people forget is that these are things that can be repurposed. And if you're talking about something that your audience really needs to know about, it may not be that day, but it could be two months from now or a year later. People will like if they need it and they've been following you, they'll just scroll and you'll start seeing people watch and comment on stuff from two years ago. It's amazing how many times I'm like, what? There's a notification about someone commenting on a live video from two years ago. And that leads to me having that connection, that relationship, and ultimately a referral source or a sell, or just someone saying, hey, you know, I really know that when I need to start using video, you're the go-to person for me. So don't forget that these things can last for a long time and still be things that benefit your business. So please do not delete those. Definitely not. And you can also use them other places too <laughs> as well. So, you know, it's not the strategy just isn't, I got to show up on live video and that's it and I'm done. It definitely isn't. We want the live videos to have a lifetime of, you know, referrals, a lifetime of views. And so deleting it from that place really hinders you from accessing other, using it on other uh, platforms like your website and bringing in SEO and there's all these other things, but it's a really simple process that has a lot of benefits to it. So please, if anything, like Natalie said, don't delete it, keep it up there. And also people love to see the journey from when you first start using video to where you are now. I was terrible. Like I, ooh, ooh. the first live video I did was on Periscope. And I thought I was just gonna get up there and I was gonna talk and say what I gotta say. I hit that button and my eyes look like a deer in headlights. I didn't know what I was saying. I was stumbling and fumbling and I only went live for like five minutes. And then I made the mistake of like deleting it off of Periscope off my phone. And then I jumped back in it again because I was like, oh, if I'm going to get up on here, I better know what I'm going to say. And I immediately did it again. And so 
sometimes I go back and watch my live videos and I thought, what, what the heck was I thinking? Like, why would I have a bunch of bills on my desk with a bunch of clutter? <laughs> it was just terrible. But now I know, get that crap off your desk or whatever, shove it on the floor. Literally, sometimes I just throw it on the floor. And then I make sure that, hey, okay, make sure that the lighting's on, make sure if I'm going to use it, I have natural light or the ring light. That's just the journey. When people see that journey, you become so relatable. And that's the thing is you want to build that connection and be relatable because I can't relate to someone that has like a full on production and they're going live. But I relate more to people who have like the dog is barking in the background and then Amazon comes and rings the doorbell and you hear the ring going off or someone's like my kids are handing me notes while I'm going live. Those things people want to see because they, they know, OK, well, she goes live with her kids at home. Oh, man, that gives me permission that I can do it too. That it doesn't have to be perfect. None of this is perfect, guys. It humanizes us, right? Yes. It's like, I, I often, of course, it's it makes me cringe when my dog, who's a little yappy dog, <laughs> will go crazy. I'm sure you guys have heard her occasionally. I'm also, I, I don't know why, but Amazon, they know when I'm live and they will only come whenever I am live. <laughs> and there's a part of me that's like, oh goodness, like I want it to be perfect. Why are they here? And I kind of get mad at them for dropping off a purchase. <laughs> When at the same time, it's like, hello, I'm talking to people that are just like me who have Amazon packages being delivered. No one's frustrated at me. I'm putting that pressure on myself. But the key message is video humanizes you. Yes. I don't want to work with somebody who is expecting perfection because that's an expectation I can't live up to. If I can talk to somebody who understands what it's like to juggle, you know, clothes in the laundry preparing dinner, getting kids places that they need to be, kids being home for summer or during the pandemic, a working okay. spouse in the house with me. Like those are my people. Those are the people who get what I'm doing. If I start to position myself as something that is different than that, they're going to be really disappointed once they have already given me money. And I don't want that to happen. I want to make sure that my values are front and center. And this is going to be my challenge for you guys today. The ops activity for episode number 106 is to... Focus in on your values. We talk a lot about the values that you have. And so I talked about legacy whenever we were starting this podcast today. One of the values that I have is legacy. It really is the biggest, it is the foundation of who I am as a person. And it has to be a part of my business because my business is me. So legacy is a big value of mine. I want you to recognize, do the work. You've probably already done this with some of the past episodes, but Talk about one value, pick out one value that is really important to you. And I would love for you to go live. Don't give yourself a time limit. Let it be, I don't care if it's 30 seconds or six minutes or 30 minutes. I don't really care. Talk about that value, identify the value and talk about why it's important to you and in your business. I've given you three bullet points. What is the value? Why is it important and how does it show up in your business? Do those three things, go live on the platform that you're most comfortable in, whether that's Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is for you. Do me a favor, come on over to theopsinsiders.com. That's our private Facebook group for this podcast and drop a link to that so that we can all go check it out right? I want to see you. I want to. I want you to take action on this incredible information that Alicia has shared with us today. She knows the power of video. I know the power of video. I know, we both know that you have everything it takes. We are no different than you. The only thing that separates me from you is the fact 
that I have trusted myself to be uncomfortable, to take action, ugly action sometimes. But I took action and I got stronger and better over time. Now I know what I, I need those three bullet points. For me, Natalie, I need a couple bullet points on a piece of paper and I can go live. At one point, I needed a full-on script, right? I needed to know every single thing. And it's not the same way, right? So I just want to I want to help you walk into this space. I know that this audience and myself included, we have a lot of limiting beliefs around going live and marketing in general. I hope that you have learned through this podcast and through this episode today with someone who's an expert who helps other people in video marketing to know that that video allows you to be known, liked, and trusted so much faster. It humanizes you. It doesn't have to be perfect. You have what it takes to hop in here and leverage something that is going to take you a lot less time, at least for me, than writing a blog post and doing SEO on those blog posts and and whatnot. So anyhow, Alicia, do you have anything else that you would like to close with? I just want to reiterate what you said about that things don't have to be perfect. Again, I started off, it was terrible, but the best action is imperfect action. And when you take imperfect action, know there's always a 1.0 and a 1.5 and a 2.0 and a 2.0 and you get better and you grow and anyone can do video marketing. It doesn't matter. Like Natalie said, you have what's inside of you. You have the tools. You just have to take the action and believe in yourself and you can leverage this thing to, I don't know what, you could take you to higher levels if you just believe in yourself and you take imperfect action because really video is about imperfect action and that's what I truly hope that you guys got from this episode is that no I wasn't perfect and I still am not and I still stumble over my words but I know the power of video and I know how far it can take you so take that imperfect action Awesome. I appreciate you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. I'm certainly not a pro at this and I'm always learning from other experts like yourself. So thank you for spending some time here at the Ops Authority. And friends, I want to remind you, head on over to theopsinsiders.com. I want you to make sure you do the video that I've challenged you with. Drop a link inside and you too may get more viewers and find an ideal client to work with. Plus you'll be inspiring an army of people who need to do video marketing just like you. Thanks so much for being here today. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.